Hey everyone, welcome back to the Anacrusic Podcast. You are listening to episode number 14. Today on tap, we are talking all about how to reflect, reset, and restore yourself this summer so that next year can be your very best school year yet. Hey party people, my name is Anne Molesky and I'm the music teacher and curriculum designer behind anacrusic.com. I'm all about making your teaching life less stressful so you can take a breath and love each and every moment you spend making music with kids. This podcast is all about discovering your most purposeful, joyful, and sequential music teacher heart through meaningful conversations and a little teacher talk. So grab a cup of coffee and kick up your feet because it's time for the Anacrusic Podcast. Okay, guys, I hope that you are having an awesome Thursday if you're listening to this on the day that it's come out or whatever day you might be listening. And hopefully you're listening close to the end of your school year. However, this episode is publishing on May 17th, so I know some of you might still have a month or so to go. Last year with my district, I think we taught until like June 20-something because we had so many snow days. So if you are one of those folks who still has a little bit of time left, just talk this episode and all of its goodness into the back of your mind until you're a little bit closer to the end of your year. And then remember that you probably don't have to go back until after Labor Day if you're anything like Washington State folks. So, um, I mean, everybody else will be going back like August, maybe even July. So just just go ahead and take heart that it all evens out in the end. But anyway, today is all about some mindset things that have to do with wrapping up the end of the year. One of the most requested topics that I've gotten for doing an episode on the podcast is all about year-end activities. And it's like, well, yes, there's important year-end activities for things to do in your classroom, ways to reflect and assess, have kids talk about like, oh, what did they love about music class? What would they like to see more of in music class? And if you don't do something like that in your classroom, I really encourage you to do that. We've talked before on the podcast about how you can have those really open conversations with your kids. And if they feel comfortable talking to you, it can be very eye-opening to see what types of things they like and what types of things they might want to do more of. And they might just surprise you. But after you touch base with your kids and kind of wrap things up, it's time to take care of you. And so this episode is all about the types of things that I think about when it comes to the end of a school year and taking, you know, those few weeks off in the summer. Even if I'm working a job or something part-time or doing a professional development course or teaching a professional development course like I am this summer, there's still a little bit of time or a little bit more freedom or a little bit different schedule that does doesn't seem as much like a go, 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 go as the school year. So there's some space to do some of the things that I'm going to talk about in this episode. I was inspired to talk about reflecting, resetting, and restoring because I was recently on the um, OAK, the Organization of American Kodai Educators website, because I'm that person, (laughs) and I was noticing that the um, 2019 conference theme comes from one of Kodai's selected writings, and this is what it says. It says, the characteristics of a good musician can be summarized as follows. Number one, a well-trained ear. 
Number two, a well-trained intelligence. Number three, a well-trained heart. Number four, a well-trained hand. All four must develop together in constant equilibrium. And I think that that's a really beautiful passage, and it's something that we need to think of not only as musicians, but also as music teachers. So as we know, there are lots of parallels between the two. They are inextricably linked. And if you read Kodai's writing, What Makes a Good Musician, and compare it with Gene Sinor's What is a Good Music Teacher, I believe that's the name of the article, it's very interesting to see how she relates back to his original speech, his original writing about what makes a good musician and how that translates. So I'm kind of taking the inspiration of a well-trained ear, well-trained intelligence, a well-trained heart, and a well-trained hand to say, okay, how can we reflect, reset, and restore to become the best teacher we can be with the little bit of space we have in the summer? So let's start off with the first of the three R's we're going to talk about today, and that's reflect. So these are basically sequential, which I know is shocking for everybody who's ever listened to an episode of the Anacrusic podcast, but um, this is the first step. So I recommend that you do this as close to the last day of school or as close to the last lesson that you have. And I know that it's very tempting to be like, oh, all the things are packed up. I need to just push it out of my brain and take a break. And I say like, yes, Netflix for a day and then come back to thinking about what the whole year looked like whether it had to do with programs or your interactions with colleagues, your interactions with students, your lesson planning, how you managed your time, how you interacted with parents, how you did lessons, what lessons worked, what lessons didn't, like all of the things, like getting in and out of the house the way that you wanted to, leaving work at work, leaving school at school, leaving, um, making sure that you have enough time for your family, all of those things. Reflect on what the year looked like and compare it to kind of what your ideal would be. So if you say to yourself, okay, like I told myself that I really wanted to make sure that I was leaving school at a reasonable time and I didn't do that. I ended up staying till five or six every single night, even though the bell rings at 2.30, then that's something to kind of write down in your list and say that's something that needs improvement. If you said to yourself, I'm going to make sure that I eat lunch in the staff room so that I can be a human being and collaborate and just be a person with some of my colleagues and get to know my staff better and that's something that you did like three to four times out of the week, then that's something that maybe could go in the thing that went well column. So I just take a couple of minutes and really, really be honest with yourself. Be honest about what didn't go well and also what did go well. I think a lot of times we can get hung up on all of the things that we want to change and all of the things that we know we can improve upon and get a little negative Nancy and perfectionist about what our teaching should look like, about the expectations we set for ourselves in terms of what our school life looks like versus our home life and all of that good stuff. But I think it's important to take some time and give yourself credit for things that were awesome and write down the compliments that colleagues gave you, that your principal gave you, that kids said they loved this lesson. Like take a minute if you haven't been doing it throughout the year because it's crazy town. Take a few minutes and really, really think back. Maybe even 
thinking in terms of like the calendar view, like, okay, at the beginning of the year, what worked really, really well? What could have worked better? Uh, Holiday time right before winter break, like what went really well? What could have done better? Was that exactly the way that I would have liked it to go? All of that kind of stuff. And it might seem tedious and it it maybe is, but at the same time, it's going to give yourself the opportunity to say, oh my gosh, I did these things so, so well, and oh my goodness, these things have such a big place for improvement. And of course, we're naturally going to gravitate toward those things that happen in terms of our instructional practice, but I also do really encourage you to think about things kind of big picture in terms of how much time did you spend lesson planning? How much time did you spend at home? How much time did you spend with your kids, with your friend, with your dog going on walks? Like whatever those priorities are for you, whatever brings you joy in your life, like make sure that you think about how that was balanced throughout the whole academic year. So after you've taken some time to reflect, it's time to move on to the second R, which is reset. And don't confuse reset for like wiping the slate clean. Reset just in terms of getting focused and getting your brain set on the way that you would like things to be. So after you've thought about what went well and maybe what could have gone better, the reset phase is kind of your opportunity to essentially say this is what my ideal circumstance looks like and then start making steps to get as close to that as possible. So the first thing to kind of reset your mindset with is your priorities overall. So if you love to work if like it is your lifeblood, it is your calling, like it is for so many of us, but also spending lots of time having the most wonderful bulletin board and the most beautiful lesson plans and all of these handmade manipulatives and and things like that is super important to you. And that's something that you want to spend a lot of time doing, even if it means that you're at school more or you're not having as much time for other things, then great. Then that's one of your big priorities overall. However, if one of your big priorities overall is to make sure that you're getting home and spending as much time with your family as possible or as much time doing something else that kind of feeds your soul as a human outside of being a music teacher, then that needs to be listed as an important priority when you reset as well. So this reset phase is really to think, okay, like here are what I really want to focus on. Here are the things that I really want to focus on this year to make sure that I have all of these um, priorities in place. And I don't want to use the word balance because I think that balance is kind of a myth because there is always going to be some give and take. But overall, when you come back to reflecting next year around this time, what type of things would you like to see at the forefront of whatever you're doing each and every day? So I think it's really important to kind of start to make those mind shift changes now, to start planning now, to start setting those goals now, so that as you go through the summer and things start popping up even now from your campus for the following year, you can start to say, oh, like that might work, but here's how I can change that to work better for me with you still keeping your priorities at the forefront and being able to have more of a life that isn't so run by school. 
So the point of this is not to like build a resistance to your job. (laughs) The point is to have a very clear picture of what it looks like to be very dedicated at work to the extent that you would like to be, and then also to be very dedicated outside of work to the extent that you would like to be and in the way that you would like to be, and to start planning now or start thinking about how that's going to function now so that when the school year starts, it's not like a scramble to get everything figured out, to get all the things figured out and to try to achieve this wonderful balance that you immediately realize that you need to have and it's an emergency. So if you start thinking about it now and think about small changes you can make, like saying, okay, when the clock hits four, I need to go home and be at home and I can do my lesson planning tomorrow. And to be able to start making those changes and to start planning in advance so that you know what's coming up so that you're able to do those things. So it's just starting to get your mind shift Um, mindset shift rather into that mode where you can make whatever you thought about with your reflection into reality for the following year. So those two steps were pretty, um, pretty quick, but they're important because if you wait to do this reflection and setting intentions until right before school starts again, you're going to forget a lot of things and then you're going to get in the middle of the school year and think, oh, that was a thing that I didn't think about and now I don't really have a plan for. So it's a really great idea to reflect now, to tuck away those awesome lesson plans that you can pull out later now, um, to reset your priorities now and then also revisit them right before the school year starts and say, oh, is this kind of still what I'm thinking or do I need to reassess and realign? Lots of re's today. But anyway, so the last one is restore. And as teachers, as music teachers, the year is so busy. There are seasons, of course, where things are busier than others, but overall, it kind of feels like a race. Like you get done and it's like you almost can't let your body relax because you've been running for so long. So it's very important, even if you only have like a two-week break in between school and vacations and another job or whatever it might be to just take some time to restore. And within restoring yourself, you need to do something to restore your body, your mind, and your spirit. So the very first one is making sure you're taking time to restore your body. Now, I am by no means like the health guru. However, I do know that when I do some exercise every day, even if it's just for like 15 minutes, or I try to eat a couple more vegetables, even though they're not my favorite every day, I generally feel better. And I think that it's very important that you sort of reset in these areas in the summer when you have the the space to think about it because later on when it gets busy that's when all of that stuff falls to the wayside and so I know that when we go, 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 or we have like an hour between school and our concert, we have to run through the drive through or whatever else. But now is the time to really be selfish and take care of yourself because you hopefully have a little bit of time to start doing some of those things. Even if it's just a walk or going outside for like 10 minutes a day, it makes a huge difference, not only in your physical health, but on your mental health too, in your mental mental health as well. So the second one that you need to restore is your mind. And there's two areas that I think is really important for you 
to restore your mind. So the first is doing some sort of professional development. And I'm not saying that you necessarily have to go and do a Kodai Levels course. That's not the point. But you need to do something to sort of keep yourself current, to sort of keep yourself in the game, and hopefully to give you a new way of thinking about things, whether it has to do with classroom management or like project-based learning or like a specific music pedagogical approach. Like maybe you want to read a book. Maybe you want to go to a one-day workshop. Maybe you want to audit a day of a levels course. Maybe you want to go do all the levels courses. Whatever it is, I think that you should do something that nurtures yourself as a musician and as a music teacher. So I know for me, doing summer workshops I had to do summer workshops. I mean, obviously, if you've listened to my story and you've listened to um, that podcast episode where I talk about all the different workshops I've done, it's because I just could not sit still in the summer because when I was done with the school year, I felt like I didn't have any way to be musical. I didn't have any way to make music with other people. And that's why I do what I do, right? That's why we're music teachers. So by going and taking workshops, I was able to feed my musician's soul and make music in a community, but also do some professional development. So I think you should definitely find some ways to A, make music, but also B, to get your like music teacher brain in gear. And if you haven't listened to episode number eight, where I talk about all different types of professional development, go ahead and do that. Because I'm not just talking about like, you have to do the workshops. I'm saying there's books, there's journals, there's online stuff, there's blogs, there's so many good blogs, there's podcasts other than the Anacrusic podcast where you can learn lots of great stuff. Um, even going into into a Facebook group and reading through some of the ideas that other music teachers have had, all of that is valuable. All of that is giving you new inspiration to draw from, new resources to look at. Even if you don't agree with what somebody else is saying, it still gives you an idea of what some of your colleagues in the profession are doing, right? It makes you more aware. It makes you more knowledgeable. It makes you more current with what's kind of going on in the music education space. So I think it's really important to find some way to just sort of stay in the game a little bit. And I'm not saying like go for four hours a day. I'm saying like maybe like 10 minutes a week. Like just do something so that you're still kind of have your brain in the game. The second thing you need to do for your mind is just take some time to give your brain open space. And that's not a great way to say what I'm thinking. (laughs) But what I'm thinking is to give your brain space to breathe, essentially. So maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's reading a novel. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's calligraphy. Maybe it's doing something creative that isn't necessarily musical. Or maybe it is just sitting down and playing your guitar for fun. Maybe it's sitting down and playing through a book of piano sonatas. Like whatever feeds you and gives your mind some space, then I think that that is invaluable in the summer. Because again, a lot of times we don't have time to do it. We just, we're so run down that we don't give our mind that space to breathe and a lot of times that's where your most creative and your most inspired moments come from to put back into the classroom so if you haven't found the opportunity to do that like once a week even during the academic year I really encourage you to do that Um, but especially now in the summer take that opportunity to just give yourself your own little brain break so that you can jump back in with all the creativity and all the ideas and all of the mental energy to really do what you love to do. 
And that goes along with the last thing that you need to make sure you restore, and that's your spirit. You need to do fun things for you. Like, I'm not saying you have to go on a two-week cruise or whatever, but do something. Like, be a tourist in your own town. Take a day to just explore. Take a day to go for a hike. Take a day to go for a picnic. Do something that's fun. Connect with family members, with friends. Make sure that you are feeding all of that because The more that you take the time for yourself, the more that you will be a better music teacher for your students when it's time to go back into the classroom. So that was a super rapid fire reflect, reset, and restore this summer so that you can hop back in into the school year being the best person that you can be. This was a short episode. I'm sure you've heard and thought of many of those things before, but sometimes it just takes another person at another time in another way to remind us that it's okay to do these things. It's okay to take a minute to breathe. It's okay to say, I did a great job with this last year, but I also know that I can improve here. So this is your permission slip. This is me saying, okay, take that time for yourself this summer. Take that time to reflect, to reset, and restore yourself so that you can constantly be the best person, not just music teacher, but the best person that you can be. If you love thinking about this type of stuff, I have an awesome episode coming up for you very, very soon before the end of season one. We have only a handful of episodes left. We're going to wrap up season one of TAP at the end of June. So stay tuned because I do have a really, really great episode with a very special guest that will talk much more about having harmony in your life as a teacher and as a human. So I hope you guys are having a great school year. If it's wrapping up, good for you. If it is still trucking along, just hang in there, guys, and make sure that you take time for yourself this summer. Thanks for listening to the Anna Krusik Podcast. For more details and information from this episode, check out the show notes on anacrusik.com. While you're there, sign up to be an Anacrusic Insider so you get all my inside tips, tricks, and resources made just for you. It only takes a second and you'll get instant access to my free resource library. Also, if you found this episode entertaining, exciting, or informative, don't forget to share with your music besties or leave a review on iTunes.